Let us pray. You have an anointing from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I have not written to you, because you don't know the truth, but because you know it, and because no lie is of the truth. 1 John chapter 2, verses 20-21 through 21. Lord, thank you for anointing me with truth and adorning me with knowledge through your Spirit who lives in me. I don't want to take the gifts you've given me lightly. I desire to walk in wisdom, truth, and love, just as you have taught me. Thank you for giving me everything I need for life and godliness, and for making me complete and whole in you. Teach me to display the radiant beauty of your Spirit in me to the world around me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for praying with me today. Now discover the profound intricacies of Scripture through Pray.com's podcast, The Heartbeat of Faith, with Dr. Andrew Farley. Stay tuned after this quick word from our sponsors. Does your money stretch as far as it used to? Most likely no. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem? Every new dollar makes each of your dollars worth less. Our sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their IRAs or 401ks from the dollar's loss in value with physical gold and silver. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word HEARTBEAT to 989898. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your no-cost, no-obligation info kit now by texting HEARTBEAT to the number 989898. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Jesus is God's anointed Son. Through Him, we're blessed with the comfort, counsel, and power of God's Spirit. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Psalm 23, 5. God fills us with himself and gives us a place of honor. God's Spirit has anointed us to display the resurrection life of Jesus to those around us. We are a chosen people set apart for a spectacular purpose.
Hello, I'm Dr. Andrew Farley with today's episode of the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. Join us today to continue a unique series of biblical themes delving into the profound depths of Scripture with fervor and excitement. Our hope and prayer is that everyone see the interconnectedness of the Bible. We're aiming to reveal how each story is woven together like an intricate tapestry, knitting together every letter, prophecy, and poem to construct a grand biblical universe. With each epic story, we tap into the heartbeat of faith. We've taken a deep dive into different biblical images over the past few episodes. What do they mean, and how often do they recur in Scripture? Today's biblical image is oil. We see kings, shepherds, and peasants anointed with oil throughout the Bible. But what does it mean when someone's anointed with oil? And what's the significance for us today? In the Bible, oil is associated with the consecrating or anointing of someone by God's Spirit. When David was chosen to be king, he was anointed by Samuel with oil. After he was anointed, the Spirit of God was upon David and prepared him for the mission ahead. God whispered to Samuel and said, Arise, for this is my king. So Samuel stood up slowly and laughed. He looked at David and anointed him with oil. Samuel did not tell David or Jesse that he was going to be king of Israel, for he knew that the Lord would call David in due time. From that time forward, the Spirit of God was upon David. Each king specifically chosen by God for an extraordinary task was anointed with oil. The oil was an image of God's Spirit being their source of strength and inspiration. Jehu was anointed with oil and tasked with bringing down the corruption of Jezebel. The young man revealed himself to be a prophet of God and pulled the oil out of his knapsack. Without a word, he began to pour the oil over Jehu's head. The oil had no fragrance as to not draw any unwanted attention. However, the symbolism was clear. Oil was a symbol of anointing. God's Spirit had chosen Jehu as he had with David so many generations ago. The old songs of King David resonated in Jehu's mind. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. After the young prophet anointed Jehu, he spoke, saying, You have been chosen by God. I anoint you as king over Israel. By you, the wicked line of Ahab and Jezebel will be cut off. In this way the Lord avenges all the evil and murder done by Ahab and Jezebel, as promised, dogs will feast on Jezebel's corpse, and her descendants will be forgotten forever. Anointing with oil is associated with the Holy Spirit, so it's naturally related to the Messiah as well. The word Messiah in Hebrew and Christ in Greek both mean the Anointed One. Jesus declared himself to be the Anointed One of God. 
After a few weeks of healing, preaching, and relieving people of demons, Jesus made his way back to Nazareth, his hometown. He walked the city streets, greeting loved ones and distant relatives. Jesus' fame had grown in Judea, but in Nazareth, he was just Jesus the carpenter. As was Jesus' habit, he went into the local synagogues to preach. Many of his friends and family were in attendance and watched Jesus open up the scroll of Isaiah. Jesus read the words of the prophet, The Spirit of the Lord is with me because he has chosen and anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bring liberty to the captives and sight to the blind. He has sent me to bring liberty to all those who are oppressed. Jesus paused for a moment and looked out at the crowd. He gave the scroll back to the attendant. Everyone's gaze was fixed on Jesus. The silence was so thick it could be cut with a knife. Today, Jesus began, today this word has been fulfilled. Jesus was anointed with oil like David, but not by a prophet or priest. He was anointed in humility by sinners who needed a savior. As the men spoke, Jesus saw a woman come in through the back door. She wore the face of someone who had been abused her entire life. Judging by the looks other men gave her, she was a notorious sinner in the city. She was equally enticing and revolting to the religious elite. She was not supposed to be there, but she had come to see Jesus. Jesus watched as the woman approached him, weeping. Around her neck was a small alabaster flask filled with precious ointment. Each woman in the city had one. It was their most valuable possession and meant to sell in hard times or give to one's husband. Tears streamed down the woman's cheeks as she fell before Jesus. She bore the tears of a broken heart. The tears fell on the Lord's feet and the woman began to wash him with her tears and hair. Then she broke the flask around her neck and anointed Jesus' hands, head, and feet with the fragrance. The smell filled the air as the Pharisees watched in uncomfortable silence. Jesus is God's anointed Son. Through Him, we today are blessed with the comfort, counsel, and power of God's Spirit. Yes, in the age before the cross, the Spirit of God would descend temporarily, empowering individuals for divine acts of service. But what we experience today is profoundly different, immeasurably more magnificent. Post-resurrection, the Holy Spirit doesn't just visit, He makes a permanent home within us. Think of it. The disciples were instructed to patiently await this power from on high. Why? Because what was coming was revolutionary, something Nicodemus, even in his wisdom, had never fathomed. We, in this era of grace, are not just visited, but reborn, living in and walking by the Spirit every moment. It's no fleeting encounter. We're eternally sealed by God's Spirit until our day of ultimate redemption. Recall David, a man after God's own heart, who once pleaded, Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Yet you'll find no such sentiment in the letters of Paul, Peter, James, or John. Why is that? 
because in this new covenant, we've been bestowed with a greater gift even David himself didn't possess, a complete and total forgiveness of our sins once for all and the enduring indwelling of God's Spirit. This is the power from on high that the disciples anticipated and were enveloped in at Pentecost. We stand on this side of history with a blessing beyond measure, God himself residing in us never to depart. We see a foreshadowing of God's abundant provision of his spirit when Elisha came to help a widow in her time of need. Elisha's heart broke as he listened to her cries. The shepherding heart of God was upon him, and he desired for nothing more than to see her pain relieved. What can I do for you? Elisha asked. What do you own to give the collector? The woman wiped her eyes and said, I have nothing except a flask of olive oil. Elisha gave her a reassuring smile. Go and find as many empty jars as you can. Borrow some from your friends. Then go into your house and shut the door. Pour the oil from your flask into the jars. Set each one aside once it is filled. Elisha gave her very specific directions. In his heart he was excited to see what the Lord was about to do. She did as she was told. She filled the jars of olive oil, and her sons continued to bring more jars to be filled. To her dismay, the flask of olive oil continued to pour out oil well beyond its limits. She watched as jar after jar was filled to the brim with fresh olive oil. Tears streamed down her face as she watched the Lord's faithfulness unfold before her very eyes. Once every jar she found was filled with olive oil, she went back to Elisha and shared with him what had happened. He smiled and said, Now sell the olive oil to pay off your debts. You should be free after that. So the woman left with hope in her steps. The empty jars in this story represent you and me. Jesus fills us up with his resurrection life and gives us dignity and worth. God's Spirit has anointed us to partake in His divine nature. We're part of God's family now and set apart for a spectacular purpose. Peter writes that God's power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. We are complete in Christ. We have all of His Spirit that we'll ever need. And as we get to know the great love of Jesus, we'll continue to be inspired from within by God's Spirit and glorify Him in all we do. Thank you for listening to the Heartbeat of Faith podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review and let us know how this series has impacted your life. Remember to download the Pray.com app and for more encouragement in God's grace, visit andrewfarley.org. That's andrewfarley.org.